Oh damn, we're in trouble now. So I recently got asked a question and Ooh. the question was, would you want to fight one duck sized? No, would you want to fight one bird sized duck or 30 duck sized birds? Oh, wait, what? Okay. When, would you, would when, you want to fight a duck that's the size of me or would you like to fight 30 of me, but the size of a duck? 30 of you, the size of a duck. Really? You don't think we would organize and... Team up? No, no, no. no. I would say one big duck because the only thing I would have to do is try to hug it and it would run away. (laughs) Yeah, but okay, but like it's It's not, I'm not in duck form. It is a different duck. Doesn't have his personality. Yeah. Um, that'd be a really big duck. I think I would still make friends with it. So I'm going to go with the big duck. No, I would do the 30 ducks and then just start like running. Well, the 30 me that are the size of a duck. I, I feel like there's a disconnect in this question. I feel like you guys are just interpreting it however you think it is. It's, it's not open for debate. It's, so would you, you want to fight one Bert, me, Robert, sized duck. So there's a duck. So five foot 11 duck. Yeah. Yeah. Or would you like, would you want to fight 30 me's that are the size of a duck? Oh, okay. I get 30 it. you's the size of a duck. Yes. Because I just kick you. Okay, but there's 30 of us. I kick like a lot. You've got two legs. You can get 28 of us and then the other... Or you can get two of us, but the other 28 of us are going to fuck you up. Have you seen like the Russian dancing where like they kind of sit there and just kind of kick their legs real quick? Are you a Russian dancer? Well, in this situation I am. In this, you, <laughs> you can't just take the form of a Russian dancer. You can't take the form of a duck. I, he would be Chet Norris, the man of action. Yeah, Chet Norris knows what he does. And he knows how to Russian dance? He knows how to Russian okay, well, dance. Then now, now, well, now the 30 of me know not to go on the ground. It's all air. Ducks well, don't fly. Did you know? I am not Wait, a duck. Ducks. It is 30 me-sized ducks. Ducks do fly. No, yeah, ducks do fly. No, what the fuck? did you know that no, dom- no, no. domestic you, ducks don't? Only wild ducks fly. <laughs> Why okay. are you staring well, yeah, at Yeah, don't they clip their wings or some shit? Okay, so there is, there, no, there is a difference between a duck that looking? is a pet and the duck that is out. Mom, just because the pet is inside or in a cage does no, not mean it's I, a domestic I saw, duck. I saw a TikTok well, and it said that domestic ducks don't fly. That's why if you if you have a duck and you... That and does you, not make sense. Uh, just because you own a duck does not mean it loses its ability to fly. No, well, it's I a mean, domesticated duck. Well, okay. if the pack doesn't fly, it's not going to fly. That'd be, like, that'd be like, oh, if you have a domesticated dog, dogs don't bark. Nope. Okay, you continue to talk because I am going to Google this fact. No, because you know what? I'm going to Google it because I don't trust your Googling. You okay. know what? I'm going to Google it. We're going to ask the source. Okay. But I believe TikTok to be correct because it's just saying like you can't have a pet duck and then put it out in the wild because it won't survive because the duck can't fly. So, and then getting back to your question, Robert, I would fight 30 duck sized you because I would hug and love all 30 of them. I'm don't think that's how it works. Okay, so it's it appears that domesticated ducks are it's a specific breed of ducks that who are unable to fly. Thank you. So not just because you have a duck doesn't mean it can't fly. I'm just saying, yeah, domesticated ducks can't fly. It says if they the if they are duck. domestic ducks, their flight is going to be limited to a few feet above the water at best. Most domestic ducks don't have or have been bred to be too heavy for real flight. Thank you very much. Okay, so okay, but like, okay, you could try to talk your way out of it all the time. I knew. No, I'm just saying that like you could not. You okay? So you could not go down to the duck pond, which is you know down there, find a baby duck, grab it, and then be like, well, you can't fly again. So no, I never said that. It's it's a specific breed. It's a domesticated form of duck. It's 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 a specific breed of duck. Doesn't matter if it's domesticated or not. Yes, exactly. 
No, because they made fat ducks. They made oh, fat, yeah, they made fat ducks. Specifically to yes. be pets. Yes, and I'm saying they can't fly, so yeah. I was correct. No, we as humans make fat ducks, or we make fat cats or fat dogs. Yes. So anyway, I would fight 30 of you, Robert, because I would just try to hug you. And again... I would try to can't hug, hug thirty of us, dude. Oh, I, I, I would, I would. Yes, I can. Yes. I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, I just be, kick them. Well, as you kick them, I'll hug them, and then we'll beat them. Kick, hug, kick, hug, kick, hug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you kick two them different like, sides of like the spectrum. Like, oh my god, so much love. Oh my god, so much hate. Yeah. yeah. You kick them, and then I catch them, and I hug them, and then they'd be like, oh, and then they would like us so much, they would join ours. Our team, and then sooner or later, what team, <laughs> team me and Brandon. What's your team name? Jeff. Your team name, Jeff. Yeah. No, no, we have a cooler name than that. Razamataz. I liked Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today is New Year's Eve. No. Yay! Well, the, yes, it the, is. Today of the day of our recording is New Year's Eve. The day in which we're uploading it, it oh. is. Uh, January third. Well, yes, I understand, but we were. She was saying it's today's today. Day. So you're today, you well, you have to announce. Wow, that. she just okay. did. She's like today so, is New Year's Eve. Yeah, but in what context? There's no context. Clearly, everything I say will be dissected by the duck. It's dissected by the by the large duck in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> just quack yourself away. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. I, I obviously I see how I see where yeah, this. Yeah, Team is, I see how, I see Team how this over is here. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's fine. I'm used. Is it to called t- quacker bait? What? Quacker bait. Quacker bait. Is that like clickbait, but quackabait? No, it's like duck masturbation. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> why do you always... A duck asm? <laughs> Quack! You people are the worst. Okay, I thought I took it too far, but then goddamn. You are the worst. <laughs> You're never going to look at the duck the same way. You're going to look at you both the same. <laughs> So, as we were saying, no, <laughs> no, we were not saying anything. It you was two New were being borderline. It's New Year's dude, Eve. If this was a business, there would be so many like complaints to HR about what about you two about what. Brandon, there is one thing I edit out a podcast that you say. You know that, right? Well, that was an accident. <laughs> Continually every week. Well, I mean, I did call Pam. But you can't justify the thing I cut out by saying <laughs> the thing that I cut out. But I didn't. Oh, my God. All right. So hard pivot. New Year's Eve is today. The yes, day but, which but it's not the day that they're... Okay, we've all made it perfectly clear that you're hearing this, mm-hmm. but we recorded it on New Year's Eve. Correct. Yeah, right. So we are, as of today, on New Year's Eve of the recording, but we'll upload this. So you guys have already had your New Year's Eve Celebration. So, and New Year's Day is already coming on. And New Year's Day is already coming on. And then you had Sunday. Yes. And then you're listening to it on Monday. Yes. Okay. Correct. So now right. do you want to tell them about your I know you, I know we as a family don't really celebrate New Year's Eve, but do you want to tell them about your New Year's Day tradition? Oh yeah. No. Um well my mom was from Arkansas. Or yeah, I was yeah. gonna say she is from Arkansas, but she's no longer with us, so she was from Arkansas. I mean even when even when she lived here in California, she was still from Arkansas. Oh yeah, no, she always kept her southern roots. But my New Year's Day um um routine what would you call it? Um, tradition? tradition is having um cornbread, black eyed peas and cornbread and black eyed peas. But you have to have the black eyed peas. Mm-hmm. And it was her belief that if you did not eat black-eyed peas on New Year's Day, you would have bad luck the whole year. Okay. 
which sounds, you know, like, oh, isn't that a cute tradition until you're like five or six and she's shoving a black eyed pea down your throat. Now, is it the is it the whole can of peas or how many peas do you have to eat until you're like, can you eat like half a half a bowl and then have like decent luck? Well, per her um, attempt to try to get me to eat black eyed peas, yeah. she settled on me just um, swallowing one like a pill. OK, which, where did she even get that from? Just an, an old tradition that was handed down through generations. And last year, I actually did a, a TikTok in regards to that. Oh, yeah. Um, and I held up like a can of Black Eyed Peas and, and then a can, like a box of like Jiffy Mix. And mm-hmm. um, But I'm like, you know, this was my tradition. And you'd be surprised how many people um, really? knew about it. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. The, it's a very Southern thing. Now I know when you when you're cooking French toast because we just had breakfast right now. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned the whole cornbread full circle thing about how it was Auntie Vicky's recipe yes. and Barbu's handwriting in your cookbook. No, it was Auntie. Okay, so getting back to the whole cornbread and black eyed pea thing, it's um, I made cornbread for us all because tomorrow I will be cooking black eyed peas, which I got to tell you, I love black eyed peas mm-hmm. now, but I'm a vegetarian. And now that I'm a vegetarian, I can't put like half a jar of bacon grease in them. Yeah. Because that's what made them so yummy. Okay. It's so like, that's why they taste bad. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's like, because before it's like you, you would boil them, but then you would put just like a ton of bacon grease in there mm-hmm. and then they would like simmer down and they were really good. But, and it was funny because they would have like a little oil slick on top. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm a vegetarian, I just have to eat black eyed peas. But um, I made cornbread that was auntie vicky's favorite yeah and the thing that makes it so good it's packed full of sugar okay. um bisquick and just a tiny little bit of cornmeal mm-hmm. that to make it yellow okay so it's corn it's the best cornbread and i actually recorded myself um making it because i kind of did it as a therapeutic thing also because it was auntie vicky's favorite um recipe and I made it in Barbu's bowl. Yeah. It was a, a bowl set that she got when she got married. Which is actually like super popular. You said people comment on your TikToks or sometimes mm-hmm. whenever you posted it. Yeah. If I um, do a, a TikTok or something using one of those bowls, it's a Pyrex bowl, I believe it's okay. called. And um, they're like a kind of a collector's item. Mm-hmm. And so it was Auntie Vicky's recipe in my cookbook that I got when I got married so that was like 35 years ago. And yeah. then I used one of Barbu's bowls. That's cool. So it was kind of like the three of us all kind of came together. And it was it was just, it was really fun. It was just kind of like a, a little moment of just reflecting. And, and I filmed it. And I'm going to put it out on Instagram and probably YouTube and um, some of it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But I got to thinking about it yesterday when I was leaving work. That a lot of times people, when we lose them... That's one of the ways to remember them. By doing something that... That they like to do. You know, or something that you sh- maybe shared together, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because just keeping them close. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you know what? And, and it was like, um, like I said, I knew I was going to make the cornbread, but I, I, I really wanted to, like I said, I wanted to record it and just kind of share it. And I'm going to do a voiceover. And it's just, it's just, again, just another way for me to keep the people who I've lost yeah. alive in my, in my memory. And... And, you know, it doesn't bring them back, but it's just nice to have that memory around. Well, it's, it's kind of cool. Well, like, okay, so like, for example, there's this one photographer on Instagram. And what he'll do is his dad was a photographer and he took like, you know, you, that back when they still had film 
and things like that. He took a bunch of photos. And so the son, what he does is he goes back to wherever his dad was who took mm-hmm. a photo and then holds up the photo and takes a photo of him holding up the photo. It's like, I, you know, so it matches up the landscape. That's and, cool. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And I, I, I think of that sometimes too when I go to the zoo. Yeah. Because um, one of the times that we went to the zoo was with Auntie Vicky and it was right there at that food court. And um, Tanner had, our, our cousin, Tanner had like gotten that Minimade slushy like ice yeah. cream and he had dropped the spoon and he was crying because the spoon <laughs> was dirty. You know where you're going to yeah, go with so that. Yeah, so Auntie Vicky, she picks up the spoon, puts it in her mouth and like shoves it into his <laughs> chest and he goes, there, now it's not dirty. And it was my favorite, it's one of my favorite memories of Auntie Vicky because I remember thinking like, oh dude, this chick's a badass. And I yeah. was like, what, seven, six, five? Yeah. And I was like, oh, this chick's hardcore. And and so now every time I go to the zoo, whenever I'm at that one particular spot at that one particular food court, I always like, I always think of it. I could see you like going up and like slapping spoons out of some kid's hand yeah. and be like, there you go. Now be a man. Yeah. Some kids eating a funnel cake and I don't even know them. And I come up and I put my <laughs> yeah. ma- their fork in my mouth. And I'm like, there, yeah. now it's not, now it's clean. Now it's clean. Yeah. I don't remember that. No, you were probably, I think you were really young. I think you were a baby. Yeah, because Tanner was, I think, 11 months younger than you. Yeah. You were real close in age. Oh, then no, then you wouldn't be a baby. You were, I don't know. You were, you were, you were, you had to have been there. Yeah. You know, Tanner was actually, um, he had to go into ICU when he was born. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, me too, though, yeah. Hmm? But I had, I mean, I had, not ICU, but I got taken away or something. Oh, yeah. No, you got, um, you got taken away because you, I had so many drugs in me. You weren't um, breathing well, very well, which was really important. Yeah. Yeah. It tends to be. Tends to be important. But they had to give you adrenaline and then you were fine. But no, Tanner, um, when he was born, everything looked fine, but he ended up having, um, he had um, an infection in his lungs. Really? And he was in ICU. And um, Auntie Vicky actually had to go home and leave him at the hospital. Really? And it was weird because he was a really big baby. He was like 10, 11 pounds. Mm-hmm. And he was in ICU with all these like little preemies. So he looked like gargantuan baby. Yeah. Compared to the other ones. And when you mean drugs, you mean like epidural? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you for clarifying yeah. that. Yeah. I don't want him to think, I mean, mm-hmm. that anything like that. But no, I had, um, it wasn't really the epidural. It was they kept on giving me pain medication because, um, I don't know, I thought the whole labor thing was going to be easier than it was, but I apparently, because um, <laughs> I, I went to Lamaze. Yeah. I went to the whole Well, Lamaze. that helps because that's breathing. Yeah, you would think so, but no. Yeah. Nope. I don't care. I mean... The nurse was like, uh, did you go to Lamaze? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, try breathing. You're like, Do you remember any part of the class? Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try breathing. And then Dr. Schmidt came in and I'm like, <laughs> and he's, yeah. like he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, my Lamaze. He's like, that's not how it's done. Yeah, maybe like I look breaths? like a rabid you know, dog with foam all around my mouth. Really? See, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm very thankful I won't have to experience... Uh, childbirth. Well, Brandon's was easy because um, the nurse, because he was induced. Yeah. So you were planned. And yeah. the, you know, they just, what they do is they like, you know, they hook you up to an IV and they give you medication to, to put you into labor. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as the pain started, um, they're like, do you want an epidural? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. So I literally. Um, That's a shot that goes in the, in your back. It goes right? in, in your spine. spine. In your spine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is located. I've heard that the needle is incredibly long. Wait, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, um, it didn't, it, yeah, it was, it's, y- y- unless you've been through childbirth, mm-hmm. you don't, I, it's hard to explain. I'm thankful to, to skip that one. 
Yeah. There's this TikTok that goes around and it's like things my husband said to me during childbirth, like, but through motivational like text and quotes Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And he'd be like, it was like, it's a really like sweet music and then like really nice calligraphy like text. It's like, man, that couch is really uncomfortable when I slept in last night. And like, you wouldn't believe how much they're charging for chips and just weird things like that. So. Well, I've heard um, stories of like women um, through childbirth and then Mm -hmm. like the husband will go down there or the man will go down there and see what's going on. And then they end up fainting. Really? Mm -hmm. They showed me a video of that in ninth grade in health class of like childbirth. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's graphic. I remember um, both times with both of you because there's like, um, they'll put a mirror there Mm -hmm. to where you can watch yourself giving birth. And the nurse was like wheeling in with the mirror. And I'm like, nope, you no, can take, yep, we're good. Yeah. And she's like, what? I'm like, no, I don't want to see what's going down. You think I'm already a hot mess. Yeah. I'm going to see what's going on down there. And I'm good yeah. with my imagination. You know? I just think it's an interesting um, segue. We went from black eyed peas <laughs> to childbirth <laughs> within minutes of each other yeah so so well anyway going back a to the weird black case eyed, of word association yeah well going back to the black eyed peas yeah. it's a family tradition um handed down and it's funny because it's like barbu was really superstitious yeah really barbu was oh yeah so i never thought of her i never took her as a superstitious type because doesn't superstition have to like b- like believe in like this other power and because mm. barbu was really religious yes but isn't that another power Yes, but if your if your whole religious concept is regard like monotheism, the belief of like one God, it doesn't make sense for Barbu to believe in other powers that be. And when I was a kid, she was extremely superstitious. Really? Like I was explaining to you the other day, Brandon, at work, um, if we were driving along and a black cat would go in front of the car, mm-hmm. she would turn around and go the other really? way. Um, oh yeah, she had a laundry list. Our of grandma, your grandmother. Really? So what happened is, is like later on in life, um, she was still doing these things. And I finally looked at her. I'm like, how can you do that? How can you be superstitious and religious at the same time? Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? I go, well, you keep on saying, you know, God's will, God's will. And your, your faith is in that. So you're saying God's will, but somebody else, like you were just Mm -hmm. saying, like the black cat will cause you all this bad luck, but is that God's will? Mm -hmm. And so that actually, once she um, thought about it, she's like, hmm, I don't want to be superstitious anymore. Well, you were getting a lot of hate for doing a TikTok of you opening an umbrella inside. Mm -hmm. Yep. I've got a whole lot of, you know, that's bad luck. And I'm like, well, you know, it's not. Yeah. You know, the same thing with like, I think it's like what, like walking under a ladder or breaking a mirror. Yeah. You get seven Spilling years. Salt. Spilling mm-hmm. salt. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you break a mirror, you're going to get seven years bad luck. I mean, who came up with that? Mm-hmm. Why seven? Seven. Yeah. yeah. Was it somebody who was just like, mm, seven sounds like a good number today. Broke a mirror once. No, it was a table. Never mind. It was shiny. Which I, was, I was saying at the dump, Johnny threw this giant table at a, it was like a stand for an umbrella and it looked really cool. I have it on chat, Snapchat. It's awesome. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was, we did it in slow motion. When we were moving out into this house, we had that patio table that was all, all glass and we threw it at, a, at an umbrella stand. Oh, and it cracked. I remember it was that super table. cool. Yeah. 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 No, that was not a mirror. That was a glass tabletop. Yeah. But it was fun to break. Uh, I, some things are fun to break. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Brendan? For what? Do you have any have superstitions or? Um, superstitions, no, but um, eh, no, I don't know. I just kind of let things be. 
Yeah. Okay. Whatever the fuck happens, happens. It's amazing, though. I mean, there the whole power of suggestion and the whole like. Um, oh, for sure. That's well, kind of what like hypnosis is. Yeah. If you believe it, it will, you know, it, mm-hmm. it has power over you. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you got to think about it like you're in your head the entire day. You know, whatever you think about, you can make true. I mean, mm-hmm. not like, oh, cool, you know, a plane's going to appear out of nowhere. But it's more just like if you keep thinking about something over and over and over again, it's going to you're going to start believing it. Right. You know, you are mm-hmm. your own worst enemy in a sense. You know, like whatever you fucking think of, it's going to it's going to happen. You know, like, oh, cool. You know, if I if I do this. But there's also A, B, and C that are behind this, so I'm just going to stay away from this. But it's like you don't know it because you're coming up with an entire fucking um, imagination of what can happen instead of what will happen. Right. So you're not, you're not really you're, – you're more suggesting yourself. Right. You know, it's, not, it's the power of a suggestion that you're really thinking about yourself. Right. I know some hotels, they don't have a 13th floor. Or a 13th room. Yeah, and to me, that's like, well, yes, you do. You know what? There's not just an imaginary air. You know what I mean? I mean, if you go outside and you count, there's, mm. you know, there's 13 floors. Just because you didn't label one doesn't mean it's not there. Well, it's just like Brandon's saying, the, the power of mm-hmm. the, the way in which your brain works, is it's so powerful that I think people like, they're like, no, no, there's no 13, so we're safe kind of thing, even though by definition, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. You know what's crazy, though, is like sometimes, and I... I don't know who I've heard say it, but everybody's like, you know, oh, you know, if there is a God, smite me now. Mm-hmm. But oh. it's like, people don't say that shit with the devil. Like, they're like, oh, you know, if the devil's here, you, you know, like, show yourself, smite me now. But it's like, people fuck with the devil, but it's like, or people say, like, God isn't real or some shit like that. I mean, I'm not trying to get into religion because yeah. that's kind of a touchy subject. But it's like, everybody's like, oh, you know, if there was a God, smite me now. But like, nobody fucks with the devil. Well, yeah, because, because everybody believes that like, well, I mean, I don't, well, I don't know. Sometimes I don't think people understand the power of words either, you yeah. know, and the one that always gets me is when people are like, oh, it just can't get any worse. And mm-hmm. that just that one, I will stop and I'll be like, don't ever say that around me again, because things can always get worse. Well, I think it's all about it's all relative. Right. So like it's kind of crazy. Just the, the way in which you like you were wording it, too. Right. So there was a story of this dude who like was in this drug trial. Mm-hmm. And you either got the you either got the real drug or the placebo, and the guy unknowingly like took all of these pills at, at, in one night. It actually ended up like overdosing, and he called the you know nine one one ambulance comes picks him up. His like liver shutting down. It's like his like respiratory system shutting down, and they're like, "What happened?" He was like overdosing on these pills, and he, and he handed them the pill case. They called the physician, and the physician was like, "Oh yeah, no, he's in the placebo effect. Those are sugar oh, wow. pills." And within like minutes, they like told him that and within minutes he was, everything went back to normal. Like his, his, you know, his, his respiratory system was working again. His, you know, his organs were like per- perfectly normal. Cause it was just, there was just sugar pills. So it's crazy that, you know, like what you tell yourself can really, really honestly come to fruition. Yeah. So if you're like, Oh, it can't get any worse. And you're just inviting, you know, also too, like if you're like, Oh, it can't get any worse. You don't pay, I don't think you pay attention to the positives. Well, the thing is, that's the truth. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, that's the truth. You know, it's like once you only start focusing on the negative Mm -hmm. shit, all you see is negative. Like you don't see the positive or the good things that are happening because you just, they just bypass you and go straight over your head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know when people say that, I always feel like, like, has nothing bad ever happened to you in your life? Mm -hmm. I mean, have you ever not lost somebody you love or, you know, it's just to me, it's, it's, it, it just makes me shiver to think that people are thinking that that's the worst that it can be. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? And another one that really gets me, and uh, I'm 
I don't mean to jump on this tangent, but another one is like when people are like, um, like if somebody passes away, they'll be like, oh, well, I guess I just didn't have the will to live. People say that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's, I've, I've been in rooms where, you know, like, and again, um, I think the will to live is extremely important, mm-hmm. but sometimes you can have the biggest will to live and your disease is still going to take you. For sure. Because it's like, I was at this, um, this realtor thing one time and it with this lady, she was all like, yeah, I had the will to live and I beat cancer. Mm-hmm. And it really offended me. Yeah. Because anti Vicky yeah. passed of cancer. And so I was like, excuse me you know, are you insinuating that my sister didn't have the will to live that you did, you know, good for you for beating Mm -hmm. cancer, but Mm -hmm. you know what, just be careful in what room and in what context you say that, Mm -hmm. because there are people around you who have lost loved ones who didn't want to die. For sure. But didn't she also have like a super rare heart cancer? Yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, no, no, no. Like I'm saying, I get get what you're saying and that's kind of fucked up. It's just like, oh, well, you know, I have the will to live because I beat it, but it's like, well, I mean, if the, like you were saying, Robert, like if the disease just, you know, just takes you or mm-hmm. it's just something so rare where it's just yeah. like, they don't know about it yet. It's like, that doesn't mean that they wanted to die. No, I know. So it, to me, again, it's just the power of words and it's the power yeah. of suggestion is the, just the, it's the power of what you tell yourself, Yeah. you know? And the crazy thing about decisions is that like when you are making a decision or decisive action and what do you want to do, you're knowingly either going to do the wrong side of it or, you know, you're going to take the high road on it. So like, there's always two sides of a decision. You know, you Mm -hmm. get like the one side that's going to take you down a different path and you get the upside that's going to take you through the positive path. People like, Oh yeah, no, I made bad decisions, but it's like, it was a choice. You know, you made the choice to make the bad decision. You know, it's not just like out of nowhere, like, Oh yeah. you know, they made me do it. It's like, no, you made the choice. You know, nobody made you do anything because you decisively made that choice. And there's always more choices. There's so many more choices. I saw a thread once and it said, do it, don't do it. doesn't matter. You will regret both decisions anyway. Or you'll regret the decision you choose anyway. Yeah, that's the truth. I mean, it's just, you know. Yeah, because a lot of people will be, yeah, because that's just the whole thing. It's, It's like you, you might make the wrong decision, but that doesn't mean the next decision you have to make needs to be a wrong one also. Yeah. You know, you can start making right ones also. Yeah. And it seems like sometimes when like you make decisions with people or say like you have your friends there, or even family, you're like, mm-hmm. well, you know, you made me make, you made me do it. It's like, no, you made yourself do it. Right. You know, and you're just blaming someone else because you don't want to take the responsibility of whatever happened. So it's just crazy how that happens. Yeah. You know? But nobody wants to own up to the fucking responsibilities of their actions. Yeah. Just like the other day, I made a huge mistake at work, you know? So and, did I. um, huh? I said, so did I. <laughs> and so instead of like, you know, pretending like it didn't happen or wishing it didn't happen mm-hmm. or coming up with an elaborate story, I just picked up the phone. I'm like, this is what I did. And, you know, this is how we're going to fix it. And to me, it's like, I just couldn't imagine living in the fear of not being able to, of, I guess, maybe just trying to live under the expectations of always having to be perfect. I mean, mm. we're human. Sometimes we make mistakes, but it, it got fixed and everybody lived happily. Now, is that like the whole, like we're perfect. I don't make mistakes. Do you think that's a learned behavior? Cause it seems like lately in this society, it seems like people are, are so quick to like either point fingers or divert blame rather than take responsible action. Do you think it's just something that's kind of just been taught? Mm. I think it's something, oh, sorry, because I don't think humans are inherently I don't think they would inherently lie. I think it's a learned trait. See, I'm thinking it's, we are a, we are a feel good society. Mm-hmm. We only want to feel good and making a mistake and honing up to your mistake doesn't feel good. Yeah. 
you know, and I think we are, we just want, we, you know, it's just, they just want to take the easy, feel good way out. Mm. Instead yeah. of actually trying to make it right. Mm-hmm. Instead I, of just, I don't think you're trying to try to make it right. I think, um, taking responsibility. Well, yeah, I know, yeah. but that's the right thing to do. And usually like doing the right thing, like you were saying, doesn't mm-hmm. feel good. So, it, but like at the end of the day, when you kind of over the entire decision, you're like, well, you know what? I know I did the right thing. And then you start feeling good. Right. It's not in the moment you feel good. Cause I mean, like, you know, like you were saying, everybody just wants to feel good, but it's like, it's more of a delayed, uh, gratification. Right. Than to actually be like in the moment and just like, oh damn, I did feel good doing that. Well, I think too, if like you were, I think, I, at least for me, I feel like if I was to lie or, or divert blame or something like that, it would be a real detriment to my character. And I think it would eat, eat me up more after the fact that I lied versus the actual lie itself. Right. See, and here's what I have found. Like if you just straight up, just be like, Hey, I made a mistake. This is it. Mm-hmm. It almost takes that power of blame. Mm-hmm. It almost takes that power of away from that other person if they try to like make you feel bad you know what i mean yeah great actually i'm actually pretty it's pretty funny that you even said that Mm because you know the my my friend that i was talking about that was like oh you know we're not dating so it doesn't really matter about your feeling yeah yeah so actually he listened to the podcast really yeah Yeah. so he was he was like hey he messaged me the other day he's like yeah yeah i've been listening to you guys' podcast i was like oh that's awesome yeah and then like in my mind I was like, just in case he did hear it, I was like, hey, man, I did talk about it. You know, like, I wasn't trying to badmouth you or anything like that. Like, I saw your side of it. Um, but I, I wanted to, like, own up to it. Sure. And just be like, hey, man, like, I did talk yeah. about it. You know, I mean, because, I mean, it was between us, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So it's just like, I'd rather tell him now than to him to what be like. What was his reaction to that? Oh, I mean, he was just like, um, he's like, oh, cool. He's like, do you know which one it does? I was like, no. Yeah. I, I really think, don't remember. Probably, I think I remember it. It was probably the third episode you did i think so i was but gonna say just tell him to keep on re-listening to them all until he finds it no he found it <laughs> yeah no he found it he's yeah. like hey man i listened to it i was like yeah it's like that's cool see but that's just the whole thing is is that we do talk a lot about life experience and we mm-hmm. do talk a lot of, of things that have happened to us but we are always very conscientious to be very respectful of the other person's side too yeah, and that's why you know? yeah and that's why i was like he's like oh so what'd you say i was like oh, nothing bad i was like yeah, just, that, just how you felt yeah and that, i understood your side and i wasn't trying to bad talk you because i mean we've been friends for fucking 10 years yeah well i think what's important too at least about that and like what we say to each other in the podcast i we would say the same thing to the whoever we were talking about to that person yeah like if arian is here i would say the exact same things i would say to arian as i would on the podcast mm-hmm. yeah. there, there's nothing i wouldn't say here that i wouldn't say to the person face to face yeah see that's just the thing it's it's like i i can be a shit talker mm-hmm. i know that but i never say anything that i won't say to the person's face yeah mm-hmm. you know i might not want to but i would man up and say it i'll do it yeah i don't mind you're like yeah i really said i don't like you mm-hmm. because then it would just make you look i mean it would it'd make me a weasel exactly it's like oh well you could talk shit mm-hmm. online or like something like this but then once you're in person it's like mm-hmm. you you clam the fuck up yeah because yeah, i mean this is no more different than like a youtube comment or instagram comments you know if you don't say the shit to the person's face then it's like you kind of just blow an air yeah right. you know, you're kind of just self-inflating your own ego see now talking about um comments on social media um, I, I am going to tell you really quick that I, I came to the conclusion that, and I know I've said this on a couple of podcasts and I've said this to you a lot that, you know, I've been pushing you guys mm-hmm. to like get outside of your comfort zones and do things and this and that. And what I realized this morning is that, um, I was telling you to do things that I needed to do myself. Mm-hmm. 
And um, well, it's easier. It's easier to, to kind of do that, right? Yeah. You well, know? it was really easy for me to be like, Psh, get out of your comfort zone. Just yeah. do it. I'm. That's what I'm doing. And I did a little self reflection on my YouTube, and and I came to the conclusion that I'm hiding who I am on YouTube mm-hmm. because they are fucking mean. And there's just more of them. There's more of them. They're mean. And like, I mean, I have a beautiful community on my social media, on my Instagram and my TikTok. And I'm very blessed that way. And then you go over to YouTube and it's like, wow, that was kind of mean. I yeah. mean, some guy told me, some kid told me that I needed to apologize to trees for taking their air, mm-hmm. you know, which <laughs> I'm that's like, not, for those are wondering, that's not how trees work, but yeah. yeah. So I came to the conclusion today. And, and I, and I'm really happy I did. And I wanted to share this with both of you that I gave myself my, my pep talk. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be scared of the negative comments that are going to come my way. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to show YouTube exactly who I am because you know what? I like who I am. And if, if I get one shitty comment from one person, you know what? I might be helping 30 other people be more confident for sure. Because I mean, it's really cool to get like the the comments that I get or like the messages of like, you know, you've helped me be more comfortable with myself. Mm -hmm. You've helped me, you know, I'm going to let my hair go gray or I'm going to get that tattoo or, and that's like a feel good thing. And I need to focus my, my energy on that and not like, Oh, some kid's going to be mean to me. Yeah. Well, I kind of was in the same boat too. Right. So I started making more YouTube videos about gaming and things like that. Mm -hmm. And at first I was a little worried about like, Oh, what if people are like mean? Then I'd be like, what does it matter? All right, dude, this video's not for you. Keep scrolling. Like, it's yeah. all good. Like, you know, obviously you're not my intended audience, so peace. Yeah. You and know? the thing is, is that they, you, sooner or later, somebody's going to say something mean because yeah, sooner yeah. or later, that mean person's going to find you. Well, it's it's more of just, I think people who make the mean comments are forcing that interaction of, hey, look at me, mm-hmm. instead of a thing. And, you know, it's it's really easy. You know, like they say, like the squeaky wheel gets the grease or right. the, the loose hammer gets the nail right. or the loose nail gets the hammer kind of thing. And so like, they basically are, are forcing people to pay attention to them and that's just how they steam that's how they stay relevant right and like i was telling brandon when we went to go pick up the dry cleaning um what had happened is is that somebody had had made a comment Mm -hmm. somebody else had jumped in and been like you know why are you saying these things Mm -hmm. so i jumped in and said something and then this person this kid saw the interaction they already knew that i commented once and so they're like oh there's her Mm -hmm. her weak spot so he just came in with like five different just insults right one after another And so I'm just going to, if I see an initial rude comment, I'm just, just going to let it. I'm, I'm not even going to delete it. I'm yeah. going to keep it up there for my, um, for the analytics or okay. whatever it is, but I'm just going to ignore it and I'm just going to yeah. keep going on. See Joe Rogan, he, I listened to his podcast and he was like, I don't even check my comments. He was like, I'll tweet or in my YouTube videos. He's like, I'd never go in there. He's like, I do not care. It doesn't, doesn't provide me any, any benefit. Yeah. And, and really, honestly, too, I think getting stuck in the comments of your videos and your TikToks, I think are, are kind of, it's their pitfalls. It is and it isn't because I really like, I mean, I like my community to know that I appreciate them and sure. I see their comments and, and you know, it's all fun and games when it's all fun and it's yeah. nice, but it, it gets kind of hard when it's not. But you know what? That just, it just motivates me to try harder yeah. because I'm not going to let some random person in some little dark room stop me from my goals so well if you if, if you know if everybody like 
if like I guess these trolls like got whatever they wanted, nobody would leave their house. You know, everybody would be too scared to to get out of their bed. Yeah, and I always go back to what you say, Robert. You always said if social media was easy, everybody would do it. True. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I was um, I follow this guy on TikTok. He's um, an older guy. He's older than I am, and he's a recovering alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And he just um, started his um, his like clothing line. Yeah. And somebody had sent him a comment. So he was responding to the comment. And he, the comment was, is like, you know what? It's really cool that you're doing this. I would love to do the same thing, but I'm too scared. How do you get past the fear? Yeah. And his response was really cool. He's like, um, it's really easy to not be afraid of losing everything when you already have once. Yeah. He's like, I've already, you know, I already lost everything when I drank. I already lost this and I already lost that. He's like, you know what? He goes, I just want to try. He goes, if I fail, I'll get a job. Mm -hmm. He goes, I don't want a job. He goes, but I will. He goes, I'd rather try it and fail than never try at all. Absolutely. And so I really, you know, and it really resonated in what he said. So I've been like, you know, like get over the fear, Lonnie. Yeah. You just, you know. Can't can't have everybody love you. I wonder if that's the fear of the unknown. Yeah, it's the exact same thing with like the reason people are afraid of the deep sea or fear fear of space or it's just fear of that what if you know yeah. that, that again it comes back to the human conscious of like but oh well what if like it, it's what's well, a defense mechanism right so it's you know what if I fail or what if I get hurt or what if I lose or what if I do this it, your brain kind of goes into defense mode and it's like okay well well don't then play it safe yeah. well do you think it goes back to just like not like you know just staying in your comfort zone it's like yeah because it's it's safe yeah it's comfortable and your brain's like okay we know we know comfortable is safe so we let's not risk it yeah it, it, it yeah it's it's all again it comes all back down to you like your your self-conscious and your brain and things like that yeah and every once in a while i need to remember you know what it's like i've i've been very blessed with my again with my social media journey you know what i got to take a couple of lumps and bumps along the way yeah. and it's just going to make me a, a better creator yeah i was going to say it wouldn't do you any good if you're like oh this is super easy like like la de la da la that would be okay but no i, I yeah but then yeah, I, I don't I feel like you would appreciate it as much no just like if you were born into money you'd be like oh okay you know whatever yeah. You, you wouldn't know. really know the hardships of life yeah. at that point. Yeah, I feel like I feel like having the you ha- you need the the ups and the downs. Yeah, I, I, it can't just all be a smooth sailing. So I wrote um because I've been going back and I've been writing on my blog, which I'm really happy to because my blog is kind of like my diary. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like my mental um, note to myself. But I wrote about time, and I asked myself. If you could go back in time and change anything, would you? Yeah. So I'm going to ask you both the same question. If you could go back in time, would you change anything? No. Um, okay, so if I went back in time, and would, I, would my consciousness still stay back in time? Or was it just that one incidence that I would change? You would have a do-over. So, every, so let's just say you went back to when you were 12. You would have to recreate everything from that moment forward. Okay, but yeah. would you remember everything that happened Mm -mm. to going back from 12. So just one instance. No, because, okay. So let's just say you're going to go back to, you're going to go back. Okay. And I guess you would have a do over, Mm -hmm. but you wouldn't have the same consciousness now because that would be, the rules wouldn't, it wouldn't be unfair. Wouldn't you just stay in the same, the same path? Because if you don't know what's going to happen, and you still choose the same things okay, in the so, situation yeah, that you're okay, in. Okay, so let's say say it this way: if you could go back in time and change one thing, mm-hmm. would you go back and change anything? No. Yeah, I'm sure I would. If I got to change one thing, yeah, I probably would. See, I'm a, I'm 
I'm with Brandon on that one. Really? I was afraid. I was afraid if I changed one thing, it would change who I was. See, I don't think I don't think one instance defines you as a person. I think one instance may make your life a little easier, make it a little harder, but I don't think that'll overall jeopardize your character development. Well, I mean, you if know? you take a different path, you never know. Yeah, but think about, I mean, if you went back in time, you still have all that previous experience and all experiences that you're going to experience after that event. It, it won't, just because that one instance changed doesn't mean your, your that, overall character will. But that one, changing that one instant has mm -hmm. a ripple effect. Sure. Kind of like so, the butterfly effect. Exactly. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you just never know. You never know about changing that one instance, mm -hmm. how much of an impact it's going to make for the rest of your life sure. either. Yeah, it doesn't mean, I mean, I guess it has to maybe more do about like... Um, how comfortable you are with your life now. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would go back and change it. Really? I See, yeah. I wouldn't because I wouldn't want to give up what I have built right now. Sure. So I'd rather go through all the hardships that I did than to be like, Oh, I can just take an easy way. And then well, it's not easy. It's, it's one instance that you would recreate or, or do different. Yeah. But that one instance can also change a whole different path and whole different scenarios that can go different. Sure. So that, does, just, that doesn't mean you wouldn't experience hardships. So again. let's just no, say, no, yeah. but it wouldn't be like the hardships that you already experienced. See, or, because I'm, yeah. I'm looking at it this way. So let's just say I went back in time and I never left your dad. Sure. That's one instance. I changed yeah. one instance. The entire universe that we know right now, mm -hmm. some things would still be the same. I mean, Auntie Vicky still wouldn't be here. Neither would Papa and Barbu, mm -hmm. but we as people would be completely different. Sure. And I would not go back and change anything in fear of well, that'd us be, being completely different. You would be changing it for the worst. But that's still, again, that's your. I feel like that's your. your I'm just taking. I'm just, no, that's I'm a great just, example. Yeah, I'm just taking. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. I'm just taking that as an example. Yeah. So, I mean, like I'm saying, it's like you know, if I went back in time and I got the chocolate chip instead of the rocky road, mm -hmm. it would be a very minor ripple in the pond of life. Yeah. Some of them would be like dropping a, a grain of salt and some of them would be like dropping um, a boulder. Yeah. So it really depends, I guess, on what you would be going back and changing and how much of an effect it would have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But no, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I mean, it's weird, but I'm with Brandon on that one. I, 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 I like where I'm at. I mean, it's not perfect, but I like where I'm at. Sure. Yeah, I would change it. I wouldn't like, I would probably want to do anything crazy, but yeah, I would, if I got a free pass, yeah, absolutely. If you got to go, I mean, would you mind sharing? I mean, sure. I thought about it. I would either, if I got to go back in time, I would either come back and see Papa and Barbu one last time, or I would find like 18 year old me and just whoop my ass. <laughs> I would, I was so many times where I would like, dude, I should have been beat up and punched more. You know, I, I should have given myself my own ass kicking that I deserved. That's probably what I would do. I don't know how I didn't get beat up. Yeah. I mean, I was a complete lunatic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of times I'm like, yeah, I should have been punched in the face. See, no, the thing is, is that Robert, you never, you can't beat yourself up. No, but I'm just saying that like, if a good ass kicking kind of like, was like, yo, like knocked a little bit more sense into me, maybe just gave me a little bit more of like a reality check. Um, yeah, I think that probably would have been, I, I would, I wouldn't have mind it. Yeah, but I am. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any right answer, and I don't think there's yeah. any wrong answer. No. So, so I have been um, in an attempt to always stay positive. I like it. I have been sending some daily affirmations, mm -hmm. and I thought it would be kind of cool to read a couple of them. Yeah. And so, let me find them. You, you two, just talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, but didn't you? Just, I mean, this should be relevant. Like they're. You sent them yesterday, right? Yes. Oh, okay. And again, okay. So the topic of the first one was alone. I hold the truth of who I am, mm -hmm. which is really cool. I mean, that in itself. Where is do you really find? Cool. Now, where do you find these? 
Um, it was a hundred positive affirmations that I found um, off of. Talk amongst yourselves. No, don't worry about it. It's fine. No, no, I got it. Just in case somebody wants to pull it up. Boom, boom, boom. This is talk amongst yourselves. You got it. I believe in you. They're they're not talking. Um. Mm -hmm. Well, once I start talking, I feel like you're going to find it. I don't want to get thrown off mid-sentence. It's called The Good Trade. Okay. So if you just Google The Good Trade, it it has some positive affirmations. But the first one that we're going to talk about, it's number one is asking for help is a sign of self-respect and self-awareness. Yeah. Which I think is cool. I definitely get behind that. Yeah. Well, that, that comes down to like, I guess, being prideful, right? Like I can't ask for help. I'm you know, the head of the family or I'm, you know, the boss or, you know, I've, I've got this facade that I'm never wrong kind of thing. See, I don't, I think sometimes I go too far to the extreme of like, you know. You always ask for help? Yeah. yeah. But that's also not a bad thing. I mean, doing things on your own, yeah, that's fine. But then also out, like asking for help isn't bad. Like it's not a weakness. Well, I think moderation important. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, you have to learn to do shit by yourself. Mm-hmm. But then also like if you're stuck and you can't do it, then there's no wrong thing about asking someone for help. Right. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of acknowledge, I wouldn't say a weakness, but like you acknowledge that you need someone else's help. Well, you acknowledge that you can't do it by yourself. Exactly. You know? Well, I found in an all transparency that, um, like when I was doing things on my Adobe or mm-hmm. YouTube or, you know, whatever, it was really easy for me to go running in and be like, Robert, 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 mm-hmm. Robert. And I have tried to stop that because one, I, I want to learn this myself. And two, it was almost like an easy in of being able to um, commandeer some of your time. That makes sense. You know, whereas I think that it became almost a burden. In to a me sense. or to you? No, to you, because I mean, it's like, you know, it's kind of like it was it it was very reminiscent of you doing your book report as a child when I threw the book at you. Mm -hmm. Instead of me trying to help myself, I kind of threw myself on the floor. That's fair. You know, so that's why a lot is I have been trying to Google and learn things myself just because I felt like I was had the wrong intentions of asking for help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd say that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah, Cause that's kind of like how I am with my new hobby, which Mm -hmm. I'm keeping hush, but yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm keeping it hush. I'm not going to say, but yeah, no, I mean like, cause Robert's really good at that kind of stuff, but like, I'm Mm -hmm. also trying to figure it out on my own. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd rather try to figure it out on my own and come up with like my own little ideas of it instead of just being taken like the easy road. Sure. Just like, Hey Robert, you know, how do you do this? Hey Robert, how do you do that? Hey Robert, can I come over? Hey Robert. Well, I think sometimes I find a little, I get a little resentful because it's like, you guys will come to me with these questions and you know, a lot of it I learned by myself on YouTube and obviously like I have a degree in, in journalism and I, I, I know Adobe quite well, but while I was in school, I was Googling. They really didn't, they really don't teach you too, too much there. Mm-hmm. Everything you do, you have to learn by basically by yourself. And so I know that the tools available are online. And I feel like sometimes, like you say, like the easy way out would be come to me and I would get, I would say resentful or, um, uh, agitated because I'd be like, I know, I know she knows what Google is. Like yeah. I know, yeah. and I know she knows what the problem is and I, and I don't understand why she's not trying to find the problem first or solve the problem by herself. And then think of me as like a last resort kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like trying to train a new assistant. It's like, you know, they're always, and not, I'm not saying you, but I'm just because you were really super easy to train, but it's like, yeah, cause uh, you threw me into the deep end. Yeah. And you swam beautifully and you're awesome. Um, 
but it's like sometimes like training a new assistant, they'll be like, well, how do you do this? How do you do this? And I'm like, well, if you just stopped and thought about it, you'd get the answer. Mm -hmm. But just like on Adobe, like last night, um, I was trying to figure out how to do something. I figured out how to do it in like 12 steps. And Robert's like, "Mm, if you just do this, it's one step. And I was really proud of myself for figuring Mm -hmm. it out. It wasn't the easy way. The outcome was the same. And, And I think like if I try to figure it out myself and I'd be like, Hey Robert, I think this is how you do yeah. it. It's much more. Oh, it's in- much easier. Well, cause it shows me that you took the effort to learn before you came to me. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. I think I, I feel as if you guys rely on me like a crutch and I'd much rather I'd be like, Hey, listen, I tried to fix it. I can't, you know, can I, can I just get your opinion? And, and I and really, I really respected it when you were like, Hey, listen, I, I Googled it. Mm-hmm. It's gotten the video. He's been doing like this, you know, I, I can't seem to, or like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing this, that, this, this. And then I was like, Oh yeah, you can just, yeah. it was literally one step. And you're when like, Harry oh. Potter whoosh, yeah. of the hand and, and but, but you learned, I feel like you learn more through a hands-on experience or from problem yeah. solving by yourself and then, then relying to me on, on, on problems. Because like that. believe it or not, when he, like you will tell me how to do mm-hmm. something and I will walk away and I'll be like, what did you Oh, just... I've been telling you to do stuff like that for months yeah, and, I'll you, be like, and you still are not doing it and you eventually you'll get to it. And then I'm I know. Like, and I'll be like, I know he said words mm-hmm. and they were in a certain order. Yeah. No, you did something then, like that a couple of nights ago when I, I, I remember telling you this, I think around your birthday. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, she'll, you know, maybe she'll get it someday. <laughs> in three months it will be like, yeah, yeah, that's usually how it works. Yeah. But it's crazy just like how much you learn by yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, mm-hmm. like, because I mean, like, if you learned everything by yourself, Robert, then it's easier to kind of be like, oh, okay, well, if he could do it, then so can I. Exactly. And, and like, and that can be applied to anything, right? So like, you know, learning a language or learning your instrument, like there are tools. That's what's so beautiful about the internet is that there's so many tools and so many people willing to teach mm-hmm. on the internet, especially mm-hmm. for free, that it, it makes no, like the people who are like, oh, I could never do that. I just can't do it. Like I wouldn't know where to, like blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, I do. But there's plenty of tools to access or plenty of tools to put you in the right direction to the people who know and how they're com- um, comfortable teaching that you can do literally anything, yeah. you know? It's, it, that's the part that always trips me out. I guess where people are like, Oh, I just, you know, I really wish I could ever do this and you just can't. And I, I'm definitely not speaking from any, like any high horse. Cause I definitely fall into the same category, but I, you know, I think it's something, it's a muscle that I guess you have to work, mm-hmm. you know? It's like how motivated are you to actually learn it? Yeah. Well, it's much easier to be like, Oh dude, I wish I could do that, but I can't. And we're like, well, you know, you, you can, can, you just choose not to. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the really cool things about this podcast is it is, I, I think that we have learned to stop and listen to what the other person is saying mm-hmm. a little bit more than we did Definitely before. Definitely a lot more. Yeah. You know, because I do try to listen to what you both say. And instead of being like, yeah, I still know what's best. Mm-hmm. I really try to, you know, I really seriously try to, um, you know, listen to what you say and, mm-hmm. and change my, and change my perspective. Well, this podcast forces us to listen, right? So in order yeah. for us to have a conversation, we have to be listening to each other. And then a lot of times, you know, like, especially in past conversations or past arguments, we would kind of just, okay, well, they're wrong. I'm right. And I'll, I'll just kind of, I'll stop listening until it's my time to speak. Right. Whereas these podcasts you are like, okay, well I have to understand what this person's saying because I have to articulate a response in order for the podcast to be well. And a lot of times I feel like when we have arguments, we'll argue. And then as soon as like, well, there's even times we won't even record. We just kind of sit down and we talk mm-hmm. into our microphones as if we were podcasting. And then we, we come to a conflict resolution much quicker. Well, we always in the past, what we always did is we always argued and then we all went our own separate ways mm-hmm. and we all brooded And, you know, and we just have forced ourselves to not do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's a really refreshing thing because, I mean, I don't want to carry around animosity for days. Yeah. 
So I'm really happy about that. Now, I really like this next one. The next one is changing my mind is a strength, not a weakness. Sure. That's changing your opinion on whatever it is. It's like not even if it's for, say, if you had an opinion about something and it's completely wrong or it's just your own, not even if it's wrong. You know, if it's like if you see something your own way, but then someone else says the same thing, but Mm -hmm. in a different way, you're not changing your opinion of it. You're just thinking about it in a different way. Right. Yeah. You can be wrong. Yeah, Yeah, dude. I don't want to be right all the time. Fuck that. Well, yeah. Like, well, your perspective can change. You're like, oh, yeah, maybe you're, maybe the other way is right. See, I always look at it as I always tell people, try things and if you don't like it try something else Mm -hmm. you know sometimes people will start a a project and brandon and you know what i really like that you're you're like if i start a project i'm going to see it all the way through and i think that that's really cool but i always tell people like on my lives you know they'll be like i think i want to change careers i'm like well go for it and if you like it stay with it if you don't find something else just because you try something and you don't like it and you try something else doesn't mean you failed Mm-hmm. At the first thing, it just means you're listening to your inner self. Absolutely. You know, and I think that people, again, strive for perfection so much that they forget that they can be like, hmm, no, do mm-hmm. over, you know, and then they're oh, I'm a failure. No, you're not. You just, you Well, know. I fall victim to that too. Sometimes I'm like, oh, well, if I'm not perfect the first time, then I'm mm-hmm. not going to continue trying it. And so, I, I mean, I definitely, I definitely resonate with that yeah. because, I, you know, I tend to always want, you know, the, to be the best or whatever, or like, oh, well, I can't you know, speak this language in a week or, you know, do this piano in a week, then it's like, I'm not even going to continue doing it. So right. I, I definitely fall victim to that. Yeah. So it's important to not do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the next one is I affirm and encourage others as I do myself. Yeah. You have to listen to your own words that you speak to others. So say mm-hmm. like, if you said something like, Oh, you know, you can do this, but then once you leave the group or something and you kind of go back to your own, you're just like, Oh, I hope they do, but, you know, I'm just going to stay in my own lane. Well, it's just like your YouTube, yeah. you know, how you push it on us, but not in you, you, mm-hmm. to kind of divert blame from yourself, you know? Yes. And a lot of times I have known, I mean, I have found in myself over this past year, like being on TikTok and Instagram and giving encouragement and stuff like that. I have, I have allowed myself to give myself that, my, mm-hmm. my own encouragement and it's amazing because I've gone back a lot this year and like looked at my TikToks and stuff from like January, February. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because it's like I've almost physically changed. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I'm, it's really, I've been really um, pleased with. Well, I don't, you know, you, you never stop changing, right? You could, for the better or worse, you, you I, there's always some sort of progression. Right. Yeah. So this next one is a good one too. Um, I alone hold the truth of who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people can perceive us all day long as to what they think we are, but we always know truthfully deep inside who we are. Mm-hmm. So I like that one. Um, I am allowed to ask for what I want and what I need. Yeah. I mean, to anybody, the universe, anything. But do we? Um, I don't know. I guess it depends. Well, now I do. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like in the past, like, I mean, the best example I can think about is a relationship. You know, sometimes I would just sit there and just take whatever it is with the relationship thinking that like, okay, well, this is it, but it's, but it's not, you know? Right. It's more of just like, you kind of have to listen to yourself more than thinking that, um, this is just it, you know, like, oh, this is where, it, you know, this is where it ends or I just got to do it because, you know, if, if I do, they're going to leave me. But it's like, no, you know, say what the fuck you want to say. And if they leave, they leave. At least, you know, that you, you know, are listening to yourself. 
Yeah. And I think also too, like even our whole relationship with the, with, between the three of us, I think we are more apt to be able to be like, Hey, you know what? I'm struggling in this area. I need some help. And I think that that's really cool that we've been there for each other. I'm I'm bad, but getting better. Yeah. Yes. And I just got to say last week when we did have a little conversation before, um, I think it was like that Friday Mm -hmm. when I left. Yeah. Um, I did leave because you, Robert, were saying stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, if he doesn't listen to himself, then I'm not going to listen to him. That's fair. Yeah. that's And that's where like I kind of got not really upset, more of just like, cool, I'm just going to dip out real quick. Because like, it's easy for people to say stuff, like not listen to themselves. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, okay, well, why would I listen to him? Sure. So it was just like that. That's, like what specifically? Because um, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just kind of over everything. I kind of had like a little meltdown in a sense. Sure, and I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm just kind of over everything. You know, I really kind of hit like a, a wall. Yeah. And then I was just like, I think you were saying like, oh, well, you know, you only have the thing to change. Like, you know, you can change it. But I was like, hmm. It's like, but sometimes you don't listen to yourself. I was like, so why would I listen to words from a person that doesn't listen to himself? Well, like you're talking about like in terms of hitting the wall? Well, yeah, in a sense. Okay. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, okay, I'm kind of done listening. Yeah. I would think maybe when I was saying it, cause I, you know, I've been in a rut lately too and I'm slowly getting out of it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think maybe I was speaking as more as somebody who is, who has experienced the rut or experienced the wall. Versus like me standing on a soapbox trying to preach. No, and I completely get that. I mean, I've hit rock bottom and walls my entire life, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's just more like, like I know in that moment it was kind of hard for me to even listen anyways. But then like, yeah, I was just saying, I appreciate you just kind of be like, okay, yeah, I just need, I just need a mental reset instead of like, oh, I'm just going to like keep listening to this guy or I'm going to like, or I'm going to argue or I'm going to get mad. I'm not going to like him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. That's why I was just like, you know, I just got to go. And that's why I just left. That's fine. Yeah. It's it's no ill will. No, no, no. That I know. But I just wanted to say that as well. Cause like she did bring up the thing where it was like, you know, listen to people's opinions. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just the whole thing. It's like sometimes when we're going through something and you know, it's, and somebody else is going through the same thing. It's really easy to give the other person advice Mm-hmm. But even when you're giving advice, the most important thing is, again, is listen to your own advice, which was, we already talked about that one, too. Yeah, I know. And I was just thinking about it, and I, it kind of popped up in my mind, but I just wanted to well, say Well, it's easier it. to be like, well, this is you, this is what you're doing wrong, or this is how you should get better. You know, it's, it's easier to do that than, than it's a it's a bitter pill to swallow your own medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I agree. So, yeah. Well, good. Okay, so now this one, this one was a hard one for me when mm-hmm. I was recovering. I am allowed to feel good. That was hard for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. What do you mean by that? When um, I was in, when I kept myself in addiction, I always kept myself in a constant state of disapproval. Okay. And then when I decided to um, become sober and okay, it's like, it, it's, I didn't, I would have to tell myself it's okay to be okay. Yeah. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to not be angry. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be okay. And so sometimes you just have to allow yourself to feel those positive emotions mm-hmm. when you've only been used to negative ones. Sure. Well, it's like a foreign language. Yeah. It's I like mean, relearning how to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I, I mean, and, and I could see us all benefiting from us telling ourselves that more often. Sure. I didn't realize it, but tomorrow I'll be eight years sober. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Crazy. Yeah. I'm really proud of both of you. Long time. 
Um, let's see here. I am capable of balancing ease and effort in my life. I'm capable of balancing ease and effort. Mm-hmm. I am capable of balancing ease and effort in my life. Well, like, what do you mean? Like you, you have to tell yourself that daily because you control your energy. Okay. You know, like, let's just say, for example, um, sometimes I get caught up in like, oh my God, I've got so much to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just this, it's, I can control that. I can, I can schedule my time more. I can, I can limit what I do a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I'm in control of that. And I, I can make my, 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 I can make my life pace go as fast or as hard as I, as I choose for it to be. Okay. That makes sense. Well, yeah. Like you were saying with energy, it's like, Mm -hmm. what do you give your time and energy for the negative side Mm -hmm. of everything or like the positive side? Yes. And that's just in the, a lot of times what I think what happens is that we go through life feeling like a passenger Mm -hmm. when we really need to realize we're the driver. Yep. You know, sometimes there's roadblocks, sometimes there's potholes, sometimes there's shit that we have to drive around, but we're still driving that car. Yeah. There's a, there's a book. I think the book that she just got you, Robert, Mm -hmm. it's called, uh, what was it? Fuck. What was the book called? Uh, the good soul or something, something. Yeah. But it was more of talking about like your inner monologue in a sense, Mm -hmm. like, you know, we are our worst enemies and like thinking about, you know, that inner voice, that negative inner voice as a friend. Mm -hmm. And like, say if it was a person sitting next to you, like you wouldn't listen to that person. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, shut the fuck up. Like, why are you saying all this negative stuff? I'm not going to listen to you, but yet we can listen to it ourselves because it's us. Yeah. I, um, I was talking to X, my, he's my, my best friend and he was talking, it was me, X Biggity and my other friend, Copy Ninja, we were playing online and he was, X was saying that there are two different kinds of people when you, when your inner monologue kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So like if I was to say the word, if I was to say apple, would you picture either like an actual, like you can picture like a red apple with like a green leaf or would you picture like the word apple? Cause I guess there's two different, two different types of people. There's Hmm. people who either picture like the word or people who picture like an actual physical apple. See, I pictured the physical apple. Yeah. Me too. But 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 Copy Ninja said that he pictured the actual like lettering the word apple. I wonder what the difference is. I don't know. I, if I, I don't know where my phone is, but um, I guess yeah. I guess there's two different constructs of thinking. I think it's like left brain. Can right we brain. Um, can we look into like what the difference is and talk about that on the next podcast? Yeah, I'll write it down right now so I don't forget. That's actually pretty. I'll, crazy. I'll message yeah. X again and ask if there's like an actual like. Um, See, because meaning behind it, uh, yeah, like a like a like a definition or like yeah. a like what do, what does it mean? Yeah, what does it mean? I'll I'll message him and do some research. That's what I just said. <laughs> so, I know I'm I'm continuing the train of thought. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I think it's more of me. I I remind myself of Sigourney Weaver on um, Galaxy Quest. You repeat we, the machine when I had to when I const- uh, maybe I'm going to watch that this weekend. That was a good movie. That was such a good movie. Tim Allen is hilarious. Yes, that was such. I just there was you know not he was a in good, jail. Yeah, he was, a, he was in juvie when he was a kid. Yeah, oh, Tim really? Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen. Oh, wow. And um, so what I would like to do is, and if it's okay with you all, is I would like to just maybe um, on our podcasts, we don't have to say as many positive affirmations, mm-hmm. but I would like to um, try to, Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you, if, it, if they come up. I mean, you had 100 and we only did like seven. Yeah. So at least yeah. for at, at least 10 more weeks. Yeah. So, and then, you know what, we can move on to the next thing, but I think it's really important that we do this for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And just as a constant reminder that the inner dialogue, um, is really important and we just need to tell ourselves something positive. Yeah. Yeah. So really quick, um, our beautiful neighbor Kieko, 
went to Japan. Because she is Japanese. Because she is Japanese. She, and went, she went home for a month. She said she's going again back in March for another month. Really? Yeah. So we'll have to keep an eye on Walt. Yeah. And then, um, so she brought us back snacks. Now they're in Japanese, so I'm not too sure what they are. I'm pretty so sure the ones that you're holding is like seaweed bits. They well, they're, they're, like also in, they're also in English, too. A lot of them nope. are. Nope. I double dog dare you to find anything on there in English. This one has a picture of a fish in what looks like donuts. Man, this says chocolate blanc, but I'm just white chocolate. It says chocolate blanc et longue de chat. Doesn't that look like a little dinosaur fish? Oh, those are, oh these are sardines. Yeah. Oh, these, are, these are really good. I had these I in Indonesia. I know about that one. Oh, yeah. No, these are really I good. I want to try this white chocolate thing. Uh, gomi, gomi, so this is a gomi, shortcake. Gomi. I'll try the shortcake. And Robert, you can have the you can have the sardines. Yeah, I'll try the shortcake as well. Or I'll break this with you, Robert, so you can try it. Only if you try fish. Double dog dare you. New Year's Fuck, Eve. Okay. They're good, man. All right. I'll try it. I'll probably throw up, but... <laughs> So I would like everybody who's listening to... Is it really a fish? To give themselves the opportunity to try new things. <laughs> Doesn't smell good, does it? <laughs> it smells like fish. Oh, well, it's oh like my a God. tiny little... It is a tiny little sardine. Yeah. If we put that in water, would it come back to life? I don't think so. I don't think so. Robert, can you open that, please? Yeah. Okay. okay. Don't eat it because you're going to throw up. We also did just have breakfast. Well, it's. I feel bad because it has a little head and everything. You know well, yeah, what? Yeah, it's a fish, dude. Um, we can share these. That looks pretty good. That's like one of those like little wafer things. Yeah, little, that we um, get on the plane. I'll cookie. try a little piece. Right, it, 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 Brandon, it, it, that's the tiniest piece. Well, it's still a piece. <laughs> All right, try it. Mm. It's filled with stuff. And Brandon's eating a tadpole. No, hello. <laughs> Not for you. Chase it with this. Chase it with that. That's yummy. Oh, what is that? It's like, <laughs> it's like a sugar cookie. Here, Robert, you want to bite? It's like stuck bite? in my mouth. No, I'm good. It's, it's actually good. I know, but we just had breakfast. Well, next time I'm not going to make so much French toast for you. There you go. What do you think about it, Brandon? That's good. Yeah. It kind of has like a little strawberry filling. Oh, that is. Yeah. So... We're not going to have any more fish snacks. Yeah, probably not. And then we can. That's disgusting. Really? The little fishy. Hmm. Yeah. So, do you have anything else? Mm. Nope. No. No, I'm trying to think of something else. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, because we don't do we. I mean, I personally don't do New Year resolutions because I like to be able to um, give myself the opportunity to change all throughout the year. Yeah, but you, your New Year's doesn't, resolution doesn't have to start on New Year's Day, though. You, I think it's more of just like you say, like set, maybe setting positive information. like, okay, this year I want to be more active, or this okay. year I'd like to set up this hobby. I don't think they have to start in January, but I think what it does is it kind of it puts your, your mental wheel... Well, I'm going to try reading more positive affirmations throughout okay. the year. Well, and you, you have a little bit of like rice cookie on your lip. I was saving that for later. It shows, yeah. And um, but what I'll is do, but what I'll do is I will, and I'm going to um, send them to you too. Yeah. You know, I I just don't think there's anything wrong with having a positive message. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, because yeah, no, and then 2022. I mean, good lord, who knows what's going to, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's so weird. Every time I go into a new year, I'm always thinking like, you know what? 
I'm going to go into it all fresh. And, you know, I never want to be like, um, that was a bad year. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what. I was talking to Des last night and I've been working out with him for as long as the pandemic's been around because I started in February 2020. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I started when I got back from Australia. Oh, wow. And I was in Australia on February like 16th. And Brandon, how long have you been working out with him? Like three years, four years? Four years. Wow. But I stopped for like half a year. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? That's just the whole thing. It's, it's like, I don't know. The world is changing. We just need to adapt and change with it and just be the happiest we can be and yeah. you know, just make the most out of it that we can. Yeah. You know, I'm super excited to going into it this year with our, with our platform the way it is. Cause mm-hmm. I was thinking back to where we were last year and we were, you know, yeah, only getting better. It's only getting that's better. The journey of self-improvement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And downs. So, um, we will be, I was going to say, we'll be back to our regular schedule, but they don't know that we're not on our regular nope, schedule. No, they won't know until Monday. Until I tell them right now. Yep. So, all right. And then as always, if you have any comments or questions or concerns, you can find us on Instagram. That's the easiest way to get a hold of us. I am gray hair and tattoos. I am gummy bear Brandon. And I will see you next time. No, Robert, just for <laughs> one, sell him. Okay. Robert is Robert, Robert Pike, Pike. There you go. On Instagram and Sherbert on YouTube and TikTok. TikTok. Not on YouTube, but TikTok, yeah. Oh, you're not? No, because you have to, like, you can't change your name on YouTube. Uh, There's Seaglass on YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. S E E. Yeah. S E E. And Brandon has a TikTok now, too. Give me Bear Brandon. Which I don't use. I think you have so many followers. And you Do don't I? Use, yes. I don't know. I don't check it. Yeah, you're just, you're popular by default. There you yeah. go. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Cool. All right. Bye. bye.